0: Have you ever met someone that you find hard to like? Or find it hard to be friendly to someone who isn't friendly back? Can you think of someone who annoys you? Welcome to the Tales of Zeke and Elliot, Parables Worth Pondering. Best friends, Zeke and Elliot are two frogs that have many adventures around Bicker's Pond. I'm Leah. Come with me and we'll dig into today's story. Frenemies.
1: It takes a leap of faith But that's a step worth taken. If the path we face is the one God's making. When
2: he says go, we won't be alone. Let's take a leap of faith. Mr.
0: Marvin was packing the last of the papers into his briefcase and looking forward to a quiet weekend. He grabbed his jacket, locked the door behind him, and headed home. On his way, he stopped at the Crispy Bark to pick up an early dinner. This week at school had been extra busy, welcoming a new student and a field trip, which was cut short because George, the groundhog, had tunneled into the path they always used. They had to go the long way down, and one of the students fell into a hole, dug by George, and the young creature had sprained its paw. As the mole passed by, ribboning repairs, he saw Zeke and Elliot working outside.
3: Oh, hey, Mr. Marvin. Salutations, Mr. Zeke. Mr. Elliot. Hello. Something smells wonderful. Yes, that would be my dinner. Dinner? So early in the afternoon?
1: You must have had a hard day.
3: It was a tumultuous week at school and I am exhausted. I could use some tranquility.
1: Wow. Were the kids extra rambunctious?
3: Oh no, the kids were well disciplined and I love teaching. Besides the customary itinerary, we took a field trip, which got ruined by some groundhog tunnels. We had to take an alternate route back to school.
2: I'm sorry to hear that, Mr. Marvin. No wonder you want to make it at early evening.
3: I will let you two return to work. I have an armchair calling my name. See you both Sunday
1: at church. Bye, Mr. Marvin. Have a great weekend.
0: Mr. Marvin's home was nestled underground in the fields along the meadow. The loose soil made an excellent location for his small burrow. Once inside, Mr. Marvin removed his jacket and checkered vest and settled in for the night. He ate his dinner and decided to go to bed early. He hadn't been asleep for very long when... Oh. Oh. He scrambled in the dark for his glasses and through foggy eyes, he could see that part of his sidewall had collapsed into what? a heap. What's going on? What he jumped that? to his feet to inspect the damage.
3: Now what? Where's that noise coming from?
0: Mr. Marvin ran to his front door to see what all the commotion was about. Stepping outside, he saw George, the groundhog, burrowing next to his home. George wasn't paying attention to his surroundings, and really didn't care if he was causing damage.
3: Excuse me, do you realize what
4: time it is?
3: And also that you're making a monumental mess to my home with all your destructive
4: digging? Yes, I do realize what time it is. And if I'm making a mess out of your home, maybe you should move. (laughs) Move? I can't help that your home is in the path of my tunnels. I have a right to be here just as much as you do.
3: I'm not saying you don't have a right to dig your tunnels and do your burrowing, but it doesn't need to be through my sleeping quarters. Additionally,
4: I have lived here for
3: several years without any botherations. That is, until
4: you showed up. Is that all you needed? Just to inform me of the time and that my digging caused a botheration? Well, yes, and to kindly ask you to dig elsewhere. I dig where I like. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have things to do.
3: (laughs) What about the mess you created? Aren't you going to help me clean it up and repair my wall? No! George quickly
0: scurried off, leaving Mr. Marvin alone to clean up the mess. It took most of the night to repair his bedroom wall and sweep the floors. Mr. Marvin finally dozed off, only to be awakened by the sounds of birds singing outside. He slowly got up, dressed, and decided to go to the Crispy Bark for breakfast and some strong coffee.
1: Good morning, Mr. Marvin. Good morning, Mr. Elliot. It's Zeke. Are you okay?
3: Yes, I'm fine. Why do you ask? First, you called me Elliot, and second, wait, is your vest on inside out? Oh, I do apologize. I didn't accumulate sleep last night. Why not? Are you acquainted with George the groundhog? Yes, I've had a few run-ins with George. Grouchy George? Good morning, Elliot. Yes, good morning, Mr. Elliot. Is that coffee from Jumping Javas?
2: Yes, it was too hot to drink. I figured by the time I got here, it would be cool enough to sip. Don't mind if I do. Mmm, that's a bold brew. Uh, you okay, Mr. Marvin? You seem upset this morning. I was just informing Mr. Zeke
3: that I didn't get adequate slumber last evening. And do you care to know why? I'm thinking that George had something to do with it. Precisely. Grouchy George, as Elliot referred to him.
2: Oh, that's not what I call him. That's just what I've heard some of the locals refer to him as. Well, they
3: would be right. Grouchy George was digging burrows last night and decided to dig a tunnel, leaving my bedroom in shambles. When I confronted him, he had the nerve to tell me that I should move. Can you believe that? Me? Move? I've resided here longer than he has. Oh, that's awful. Did you try and calmly ask him not to dig so close to your house? Yes, I calmly tried to talk to him. Why would you think I wasn't calm?
2: Um, no reason other than the fact that you have smashed my empty coffee cup in your hands while explaining to us what happened.
3: Oh, you're correct. I guess I was a little perturbed. I was looking forward to relaxing this weekend, and it's turning out to be anything but relaxing.
2: Is there anything Zeke and I could do? Anything we can fix for you?
3: No, no thank you. I completed necessary repairs last night. Unless you can fix it so that
1: Grouchy George can't tunnel through my abode. Mr. Marvin, I'm sure that George was just... Grouchy Grouchy George. George! I'm sure that George didn't realize he was digging so close to your home. It probably won't happen again. And your whole weekend isn't ruined. Why don't you head down to the dock and take a ride on turtle tours with Esther? That will take your mind off the situation and the fresh air will do you some good. Oh, you're correct. Thank you. Good day, Mr. Marvin. What about my coffee? He drank it all. Come on, Elliot. I'll buy you a fresh cup.
0: Mr. Marvin began to get a little excited about taking a tour around Bicker's Pond. He hadn't done that in a very long time and knew Zeke was right about getting some fresh air. He made up his mind not to let the events of the night ruin the remainder of his weekend. As he approached the pond, Nash was coming towards him, rambling. Oh, Several animals looking? were standing to the side oh, of the dock, oh, talking oh and looking
3: goodness.
5: around. The sky is! Piece by piece, it's
0: falling!
3: Nash, are you okay? Do you need some assistance?
5: Assistance? Yes, um, I mean, we need help. I'm on my way to find Zeke and Elliot. Oh, this is the worst thing that could ever happen. How are we going to recover from this? Oh, what are we going to do? What's distressing you, Nash? My livelihood is no more. How will I eat? Oh, I'm going to end up homeless.
3: Please calm down and tell me your predicament.
5: Sinkhole, Giant sinkhole!
3: Gracious Nash, I can't understand what you're trying to say. I
5: really must be going. I have to find Mr. Mouse and Zeke. Oh, and Elliot!
3: I'll head back to the dock and see if there's anything I can do to help the situation, whatever it may be.
0: Nash scurried away while Mr. Marvin quickly headed to the pond. He noticed one side of the dock had sunk into a hole causing damage to Lilypad Station. Esther was addressing the crowd.
5: What happened? I'm not sure what happened. But you think it happened last night? Yes. When Nash and I closed up yesterday, everything was fine and in order. Did you see any footprints that would help determine who's responsible? No. Nothing out of the ordinary. Was it the squirrels? Did they leave a message? Did you see any any cracked nutshells around? around? What's going on, Mama? No, we don't believe it was the nutcrackers. Honestly, it appears to me that the ground under the corner of the dock just gave way. Like a sinkhole? Yes. That's the only thing that makes any sense.
3: George. Brouchy
5: George? Brouchy George! George.
3: (laughs) He was digging and tunneling all around here last night. He caused some significant
2: damage to my home.
5: Well, I guess that could be what happened.
2: Whoa. What happened here?
5: The dock fell in.
2: I knew something was wrong from Nash, but... I couldn't understand a word she said.
5: Ah, ruined! It's all gone! It's floating. Remember no more. It's okay, Nash. It's not all ruined. Everything can be fixed.
3: That no good monax George. What?
5: That's the scientific name for a groundhog, right, Mr. Marvin?
3: Someone calling me? No, no one is calling you, but we have seen the mess, disarray, chaos, mayhem, discombobulation you have created. Mr. Marvin,
4: George, did you do all this? Maybe. Should I know why your docks fell down? Bad craftsmanship, I would say. Inconsiderate tunnel digging, I'd say.
5: You've ruined my livelihood. Why would you dig so near to our docks?
4: I can't help that your docks are in the way of my digging. Get out of my way. I've got tunnels to dig and dirt to move.
1: You're not even going to help clean this up? No.
5: Uh, okay. (laughs) What are we going to do?
2: Well... Everyone, I think if we can all work together and lift the dock, maybe, Mr. Marvin, you can throw dirt under the legs and we can get it stabilized. All right, let's
1: get to work, y'all.
0: The group worked together to repair the dock. A few of the birds flew over the pond and collected the belongings that had drifted away. By evening, Nash's Dash and Turtle Tours were ready to start business again. Zeke, Elliot, and Mr. Marvin began their walk home together. Mr. Marvin was still steaming and complaining about George and the mess he had made.
3: I'll tell you what. I'd like to give that groundhog a piece of my mind.
1: How dare he- Mr. Marvin, may I ask you a question? Why are you letting George steal your joy? Pardon me? As long as I've known you, you've been one of the calmest and most self-controlled teachers that I've ever seen. You never allow misbehaving students to control your class, and you never yell at them. You always handle problems gracefully. But you've let George ruin your weekend. But he has ruined it. He destroyed my field trip, my
2: house, my sleep, and my afternoon tour. Yes, he has. But he doesn't have to destroy your peace.
1: What am I supposed to do with someone who is so rude and inconsiderate? Jesus says in Luke to love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, and pray for those who abuse you.
2: Maybe instead of complaining to us when you feel angry at George, talk to Jesus. He's able to give you peace of mind and a new heart towards your enemies.
3: Yes, you're right. But it is challenging.
0: The company split onto the different paths that would lead to their homes. Mr. Marvin thought over what Zeke and Elliot had said. In his library, he pulled down his worn Bible and turned to the passage in Luke. After reading, he began to pray.
3: Lord, I know what your word says, but I'm having difficulty putting it into practice. I pray that you will help me to know what to say and do the next time I see George. Help me to have your peace and not let him ruin the joy and self-control that you've given me. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: After his prayer, Mr. Marvin made a small supper and went to bed, tired but at peace. It was only a few hours before he was awakened again to a commotion at his front door. Drowsy but calm, he plotted to peek out. George was digging fresh tunnels only a few feet away. Mr. Marvin noticed a large knot on George's forehead.
4: Ah, You here to remind me what time it is and what kind of mess I'm making? No, George. Just heard a racket and I'm ensuring that everything is simpatico. Simpatico? Oh, I'm sorry. It means... I know what it means. Fine and in order. Why couldn't you just say, fine and in order? What happened to your head? Uh, well... I ran into the big oak while digging. Oh, my. It may be safer to dig your tunnels in the meadows instead of the forest. Of course it is. That's why I'm digging in that direction. Very well. Be safe. Ah, sure. Uh, I'll try to avoid your house in the future. Thank you. I appreciate that. Could I get you some
3: ice for your head before you go? No. Thank you. Good night, George.
0: Well, I have to say, that would be one tough situation to stay calm in and hard to keep your mind at peace. The Bible can help us when we are facing situations or people who seem to unsettle our minds or hearts. It may not be your fault, and you may have a real reason to be upset. But we don't have to let that steal our joy. You know what the Lord says about that? Isaiah twenty-six, three says, you will keep in perfect and constant peace the one whose mind is focused on you because he trusts and takes refuge in you with hope and confident expectation. Trust confidently in the Lord forever. He is your fortress, your shield, your banner, for the Lord God is an everlasting rock.
6: insightful information with Kelly and Candy. On today's episode, we introduced a new character, George the Groundhog. Groundhogs are known for many things, like destroying my garden. Rude. Yes, groundhogs are known to be intrusive and a bit destructive. However, their burrows give shelter to amphibians, reptiles, smaller rodents, and even some foxes. In fact, it says if you have a woodchuck burrow on your property and you don't have any conflicts with its occupants, we say let it be. I have a conflict. Groundhogs help aerate the soil which keeps plants alive. Groundhogs have some interesting names. One of the names they are known by is a whistle pig. Oh, that's hilarious. A whistle pig? Do they whistle? Yes, because they whistle at potential mates. Like this? (whistles) Or is it more like this? Oh, what about this one? Stop. Moving on. They are also known as woodchucks. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? He'd chuck as much wood as a woodchuck could if a woodchuck could chuck wood. This time faster. How much wood could a woodchuck oh, chuck? Oh, she's chuck off if again, if again folks. We'll see you next He'd week, as week as with much, more insightful information with Kelly and Candy. Wood.
0: Isn't this fun? Or maybe just one Kelly. More time. Now Bye you. kids. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck? chuck? Thanks for listening today. Parents, if you enjoy these stories, please like and review us on your favorite podcast app. Don't forget to share with your friends and check out our website, zekeanelliot.com. We look forward to meeting with you again. Until then, when God leads, don't be afraid to take your next leap of faith. He'd chuck as much
6: wood as a woodchuck. He'd chuck as much wood as a woodchuck. Mm. We'll see you next week with.
4: Why should I know? How your dog <laughs> blah blah blah. Alright. Can, gasp?
5: <gasps> can you give us gasp?
4: Can you give us gasp?
6: That was great. That was great. She she means can you go? Oh <gasps> that's a gasp. <gasps>